Hi, and welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. This podcast is all about how we can learn, grow, and strengthen from the challenges that everybody faces in life, valuing them as part of what makes us who we are and equips us for our future success. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, this is Toby Hazelwood and I'm recording this for you, uh, sat outside in the garden in an unseasonably warm February here in the UK and so that probably hopefully explains all the uh, bird noise you can hear in the background. The topic of this particular podcast or video, depending on whether you're listening or watching, is on the idea of comparisons and how uh, we all undertake to compare ourselves constantly with those around us. Now I want to start out with a quote as I usually do and that's a very simple one and that's from Theodore Roosevelt who said that comparison is the thief of joy. And I think that's a fairly kind of damning statement but I believe it's kind of quite applicable in general terms to comparisons and the idea of comparisons and how we all tend to spend quite a lot of time and I think quite a lot of unnecessary and unhelpful time in comparing ourselves to other people. It's particularly endemic I think in modern society with social media um, where we've got quite a lot of visibility into the lives of people we know and into the lives of celebrities and people we don't know and just those kinds of influencer type characters who give us quite a lot of insight into the supposed highlights of their lives and what that tends to do is encourage us to look at their lives and think wow they've got it easy you know their lives are full of amazing things Um, why don't I have that and it all that tends to do is leave us feeling kind of envious hard done by and dissatisfied with our lot. And I think the same can also be true, it's not just whether we're looking at the lives of celebrities or influencers, but it's also potentially true when we're looking into the lives of other people that we know, you know, whether those are friends or acquaintances that we've met through business or, you know, potentially our ex-partner if we've divorced from someone and we still have the ability to to kind of cyber-stalk them, you know, we may be looking at their lives and thinking they've got it easy and everything's going well for them. and I think the danger of, of, of that, putting aside the, the kind of dangers of sort of cyber-stalking someone and the fact that really the only possible outcomes of that are going to be that you feel badly because you see them doing perceived to be better than you or that you actually end up feeling some sort of schadenfreude or shameful pleasure from the fact that they're doing badly. So in either case, it's not a particularly helpful or healthy outcome. But, you know, the only possible effects of any of these kinds of comparisons when undertaken with that viewpoint are that they serve to make us feel bad. You know, We use them to make ourselves feel bad. And in, act, in actual fact, it seems as though our, an element of our, our psyche or our personality is actually seeking out reasons to, to kind of beat up on ourselves and make ourselves feel bad, which is obviously massively, massively unhelpful and unhealthy as well. And, you know, the the tendency to seek out comparisons is often all the more uh, compelling when when we're actually going through a a process of challenge or a time of hardship or a time of difficulty, whether that's in our business or in our relationship or just personally, we're feeling bad about something. You know, there can be an element of us which is about taking action and buoying ourselves up to kind of improve the situation. But equally, there can be a, a challenging instinct that that we actually sort of seek to, to wallow in it. We seek to make ourselves feel worse if, if for some reason. It's a trait everyone seems to experience where you know, you're feeling bad, you go out there and, and subconsciously you're browsing through your Facebook feed or through Instagram or Twitter for kind of ways to, to almost make yourself feel worse because you know you're gonna look at, you're gonna focus in on the things that actually just serve to make you feel like everyone else is doing better than you. 
And whilst it's not the kind of the key theme of this this uh, this message, what I want to kind of emphasise here is that in doing so, in, in kind of making these comparisons, quite often we're not really making a like-for-like like comparison, or we're not making a comparison of apples with apples, as the old cliche goes, because. What we see on, on, on Facebook and on social media and what we see in the media and news in general and on TV is seldom the realities of people's lives, you know. It's what people tend to share is the best possible stuff that's going on for them. You know, they share the picture of uh, an, an enjoyable meal that they're having in a restaurant or they take a picture of themselves when they're on holiday or they check in on Facebook when they're in the airport about to go away somewhere glamorous or tropical. Um, and what they're doing is essentially creating a highlight reel. And I say what they're doing, but I say what we're all doing is creating a highlight reel of our lives to try and portray the best possible situation. So when you're sat at home in your pyjamas on a gloomy Thursday night and, and the rain's lashing down outside and you're browsing through Facebook and you're seeing the pictures of people who are leading a kind of glamorous or happy or worldly existence, you're comparing your situation, which is kind of reality, you know, and if you want to think of it in terms of, uh, with another analogy, it's your sort of backroom footage, you know, your outtakes, all the, the kind of negative or ambivalent sides of your life with someone else's highlight reel. You know, this is, the, this is the kind of best possible image that they can possibly portray of themselves, and this is what they're sharing, and you're making a comparison between those two things. And really, there's only one possible outcome from that, and that is you're going to feel a lot worse. You're going to feel bad about your situation. You're going to feel negatively. So it's, it's kind of not ultimately going to lead you to a happy place. Now, there is an, an, another side of comparisons and another way of looking at comparisons, which I think is quite actually useful and quite a positive thing. Um, now, in doing some searching around, it seems that the um, psychologist Sigmund Freud, I believe he was a psychologist, if that's the right term, but the psychologist Sigmund Freud proposed that the only comparison that we should really be making is a comparison with a version of ourselves in the past. And I guess what that's really saying is that there is some merit to comparing ourselves today if we can actually do that with a version of ourselves in the past. And what that enables us to do is to try and make some sort of objective assessment with, of where we are today with where we were in the past so that we can actually use that as a means of just actually recognising how far we've come. And I think if you take on board the kind of idea that life should be about a pursuit of kind of continuous improvement, and certainly that's the philosophy that I'm fully behind, the idea that no matter what you, what you go through in life, what, whatever hardships and challenges you go through, you should be able to take lessons and growth from those. And those things shouldn't be treated as negatives. You know, those are positive things that you've been through in life that you can actually point to and say, you know, I went through this, I learned from it, and I'm a better person as a result. And that happens in any sphere of life. You know, whether you've gone through a, a failed relationship and you've divorced, as I have, whether you've had businesses that have kind of tanked or haven't really given you the results that you wanted them to give you, as I have. You've had failed careers or failed career ventures, as I have and many other people have had. Um, or whether you've kind of had a faltering relationship with your health, you know, whether you've kind of been an on-off gym goer and a serial dieter and you've boomed and put on weight and busted and lost it again, or should that be the other way around, I'm not sure, but, you know, in every aspect of life we all go through things which are difficulties and hardships and we have the opportunity to, to kind of grow from them. And I guess the point is that if you're going to recognise that those things are valuable to you, you can also look at your life objectively by comparing yourself to a version of yourself in the past to recognise all those things that have happened and then to actually just know exactly how you've grown from them and how you've improved from them. So I think the idea is, it, it kind of tallies with, with the thoughts of another philosopher, Aristotle, sorry I'm being a bit philosophical today, but 
Aristotle um, kind of proposed that real happiness comes from living a virtuous life, you know, striving to be the best possible version of ourselves that we can be. And that means not necessarily just striving for the material goods and the material gains that, that you see other people having potentially and which you convince yourself your happiness rests upon, but actually upon you know, trying to balance out your desire for, for kind of achievement of those things with a desire for recognising everything that you've got and being grateful for what you've got and, and actually just trying to improve yourself as a route to happiness and be the best person that you can be in every aspect of your life. And undertaking a comparison with yourself over different periods of time is a good means of recognising just how much of a, of a kind of improvement you've made as a process, part of that process of self-improvement. So I, I tried this exercise myself by looking at kind of myself over various stages of my life and I'm not going to bore you with all the details of, of, of my life and, and things that I've done. You know, if you're really interested, there's plenty of other blog posts and videos and things that I've recorded which have outlined things that I've learned. But what it allowed me to do is it see, I, I was able to look back and, and kind of make assessments about things like my attitude, you know, at a particular point in time, maybe three or four years ago, I had a completely different attitude towards life than I do now, you know, I was quite entitled, I was quite fixated on material gain, I kind of saw success as being derived purely from making more money, having more things, having more stuff around me, rather than recognising um, all the, the the amazing blessings that I have in my life already, you know, being grateful for the things I already have, um, and rather than just kind of being grateful for for experiences and, and small moments, like you know, I should be grateful for today. I'm sat here in the glorious sunshine. It's February. Um, it's warm, and I'm I'm unstressed. I have no pressures in my life. You know, and what an amazing position that is to be in. You know, what more could I really want? Um, so my attitude back then would have been far more dismissive of not being able to take the joy from this moment, but rather just thinking about the dissatisfaction that I'm nowhere nearer making my first million than I was, you know? So attitude is a good way of, of being able to assess the ways in which you've changed by comparing yourself to your past self. Then there are the habits that you, you may have formed that are positive habits or the habits that you've managed to break or lose, um, which were negative habits over that period of time. So, you know, you may look back on yourself three years ago and you found you look back on someone who was a heavy drinker or a heavy smoker or who was lonely or angry or depressed or demoralised or generally dissatisfied with life. And you may look back, look at yourself now and feel that actually you've kind of come a long way. You'd be able to recognise ways in which you're far more positive, you're far more optimistic. You've, you're no longer a heavy drinker and heavy smoker. You may have quit smoking completely and you may find yourself a, having a much more functional relationship with alcohol. Um, you may have formed positive habits. So, you know, in my, inst my example, I've got into the habit of getting up earlier and trying to do some kind of positive and creative things before I start my day job. So I wake up early and I meditate and I do some journaling and I try and do some creative work, you know, and come up with the ideas for videos and podcasts like this or, or write blog posts and, and do positive things in that regard. Um, but those are habits that I've formed and that have made a positive difference to my life over that time frame that I'm assessing and making that comparison with myself. There may be accomplishments that you've you've kind of had or uh, things you've achieved or things you've helped other people achieve. So, you know, I look back on the last three years and it was a, a particularly challenging period in the life of my oldest daughter in that she was going through all of her high school exams and now she's, she's kind of achieved a place at a world leading university and she's studying overseas and she's independent and happy. And I feel like I've, I've played a big part in supporting that. You know, I've been able to support her monetarily to do it, but I've also been able to support her through the stresses and challenges of her studies. So, you know, that in itself is another big achievement. 
and a big accomplishment that I can re reflect on that's happened over the last period of time. You may have learned lessons and you may have overcome some obstacles. So, you know, regardless of who you are and what you're doing in life and where you live, I'm sure that all of us are kind of constantly facing challenges and hurdles and obstacles and disappointments and all the difficulties that face us all in day-to-day -day life. Um, and you can probably look at some of those and think, actually, I learned a lot from that. I grew a lot from that. I came a long way and now I'm a better person as a result of it. And there may be challenges that you've kind of, you know, you've kind of had to walk away from and dust yourself down from and kind of lick your wounds and, and think, actually, I don't want to be reminded of that ever again. But the fact is, by making that comparison between yourself now and the comparison with yourself where you were, you're able to recognize that you've come a long way. You know, yes, that thing happened and yes, it perhaps wasn't that pleasant and you didn't really come out of it as well as you'd like to have done but it's in the past, you have moved on from it. And that in itself is an extremely positive thing to recognize. And again, it's only made possible by comparing yourself now with comparing yourself back then. And I suppose, so the key thing really for making these comparisons is it allows you to reflect on the progress. So, you know, hopefully you, you have some goals in mind, no matter where you are. If you're working through a divorce at the moment, for example, your goal probably is to just try and get through it, to kind of get out of the other side of divorce and form your new happy life. You may be thinking in terms of establishing a new home, you may need to put in place a new parenting structure for your kids, and ultimately that's something you're working towards. But whilst you, you can't necessarily wave a magic wand and make it happen overnight, you may be able to reflect on, on where you are now compared to where you were 12 months ago in relation to that goal. You know, maybe that, the, that 12 month period is is a period of time where the divorce has been unfolding but I'm sure that if you're able to reflect on it objectively you can look back and say even if you were desperately unhappy in the relationship and you were just initiating the divorce 12 months ago well chances are now you're kind of thankful to yourself that you initiated it and you've gone you've gone through the process and you're working through it and you're gradually sorting things out you know if you're reflecting on a difficult 12 months or two years or three years in your business you know chances are if you were facing difficulties three years ago and you're still facing difficulties now well you know there's many ways of looking at it but I'd counter the positive way of looking at that as a step of progress is you're still fighting you know you're still going through the process you're still dealing with the challenge you're still dealing with the hardship and your head's still above water so you know that in itself is is a recognition of progress and a recognition of your resilience you know and if you're if you're looking at your your kind of health for example over the course of that three-year period or two-year period or even a one-year period you know, look where you were. You know, when I look back at myself three years ago, I was overweight, I was exercising very, very infrequently. My weight was kind of going up, it was going down and up again. And I really had no handle over it, where now at 43 years-ish of age, um, I've got a much better handle on my health. I'm much more consistent in my exercise habits and in my dietary regime. Uh, I feel better than I've ever felt. I'm fitter than I've ever been in my life, probably right back to my teenage years. And, and things are far better than they were, but that's all as a result of everything that I've been through in that three year period when I look back. So that process of comparison, of a useful comparison, comparing myself with a version of myself who I was, has been something that's extremely positive and beneficial in my life. So I guess that's all I wanted to say. Um, hopefully this is of uh, some use to you and some interest. I think comparisons can be extremely positive and extremely helpful if you undertake them with the right spirit and with the right person. So comparing yourself with a version of yourself in the past and then paying complete disregard to, to kind of all these influences and even to your friends on social media, you know, they're putting out there the best possible story they can do, not a realistic position of their, a realistic picture of the position of their life. So either look at that with a kind of 
cynical view and, and bear that in mind or kind of take yourself away from it because it's just not serving you any benefit. But if you want to take compar- make a comparison, compare yourself with you in the past and see how far you've come, see how much progress you've made and see how much better a person you are now than you were then as a result of the things you've been through. I'm going to leave it there and I'm going to wish you a very, very happy day. I hope you're thriving and not just surviving. And until next time, this is Toby saying goodbye. Goodbye. This has been the Kintsugi Life podcast from Toby Hazelwood. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it useful and I'd welcome feedback or contact from you to let me know your thoughts. You can reach out on toby at kintsugilife.co. Thank you.